Hello and welcome to the Youth for Tough podcast, where we engage in conversations which inspire, empower, and encourage us to be better believers who are an example to other young believers in conversation, in spirit, and in love, faith, and purity. My name is Ndongos Demsan, and I am your host of this Youth for Tough podcast, and I am so happy and excited to have this conversation with you guys. As always, I am not alone. I am with my wonderful co-host, Oh, Mimi. Mimi, how are you doing? Are you excited to be here, to be part of this wonderful podcast episode? Hello, everybody. It's a girl, Michelle, a.k.a. Mimi Gumbi, and I'm definitely very excited to be here. Um, yeah, I think it's been quite a minute, but glad to be back. How are you doing, Lindo? I'm doing great. I mean, you said it yourself that it's been quite a minute. We don't know where you've disappeared off to. It's like you don't love us anymore. What's your problem, Mimi? Did we do anything to you or something? It's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that, guys. Exam pressure, assignments pressure. Don't you guys just want some portions of my talk? <laughs> no, we understand. We understand. But we aren't alone today. Um, Mimi will just tell us who we're with in a moment But today we are talking about something which is very, very important As you guys know that we've been dealing about, about the Bible What is the Bible? Why should we study the Bible? Today we're actually talking about how to actually read and study the Bible Because many of us, including myself, have challenges with actually like reading the Bible You know, knowing how to actually do it, where to start with it, how to be consistent. And today we'll be answering all of those questions in this episode. And to help us with that, Umimi invited some wonderful guests. Uh, Umimi just knows everyone and she knows the right people. So I want to know, Mimi Uwuti, who did you manage to bring for us in today's episode? Oh, wow. Not me knowing everybody. Okay, so in today's episode, we have the lovely Miss Shumi Chekerwa. Um, she's actually a radio personality. Lindo, I hope you're feeling the pressure right now, okay? She is a radio personality from the Adventist World Radio. And she... Guys, our guests, like, they're just amazing. She managed to get a guest for us. We have Derek Viriri, who is also a radio personality from the Adventist World Radio. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the Youth 412 studio. Hi. Hi, Mimi. How are you? (laughs) Hi, Mimi. Thanks. How are you doing? I am so excited to be here. I'm great. Thank you so much for having us. I'm hearing you introduce me. I'm like, uh, okay, I did not see that coming, you know, but luckily I have the big boy with me. <laughs> Derek is here and yes, he is an amazing radio personality. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, is it? Hey, I'm used to the morning. Uh, apologies. Uh, how are you guys doing? I uh, trust you that you're well. And thank you so much for inviting me to the platform, a beautiful platform and love the work that you guys are doing here at Youth 412. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for accepting our invite. <laughs> Honestly, I can hear, I can already, I can already tell that they're radio personalities. I mean, even the way they just, you know, said all of that, the pressure is on. And maybe just told me now before we actually recorded that we had radio personalities and I'm feeling the pressure so much, like, I'm so self-conscious right now. I don't know why you're doing this to me, Mimi. Honestly, breathe. Okay. You hate me when I'm Mimi. I can, I can see, I can see that. But anyways, can 
can you guys please just tell us a little bit more about yourselves just before we get into you know the episode and everything we just want to get to know you guys a little bit more and want our audience to also know you guys and what it is that you do Mimi has given us just a little bit but we want you guys to just go a little bit more um and tell us more about yourselves maybe let's start with Shumi um okay i was really about to say well after you uh derek <laughs> but okay um <laughs> my name is shumi chikirwa i am actually not on radio uh right now uh just the stories just the stories are playing uh but i was there once upon a time at adventist world radio you guys should tune in it is so powerful I am a civil engineer. I am 28. I love the Lord. I love Jesus so much. Hallelujah. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Did I leave anything important out? Are you single and searching? <laughs> <laughs> what, Mimi? What did Mimi say? Are you married, ma'am? Okay. Oh, no. Yo, I'm so single. Please, I'm extremely single. Whoosh, um. Are you not spoken for? <laughs> I am not spoken for. I'm not spoken for. <laughs> Mimi's always trying well, to hook me up, but she's not doing a good job, clearly. Oh, no, guys. Cost your CV this side. I'll, I'll make the things happen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard... Shumi is single, so guys, contact us. Make sure to put in a good word for you guys. Mr. Derek, you can take the stage and tell us more about yourself, yes. Thanks, Lindo. Thanks, Lindo. And uh, yeah, Shumi, uh, you forgot to mention that you speak um, perfect English there, Shumi. So that's also a, po- a bonus, a plus there for the, for the guys. I will add that. I will definitely add it. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, yeah, as already been mentioned, my name is Derek. Um, I'm currently with uh, Adventist World Radio, SID Media. Catch us there on the, on the airways. Uh, we really want to um, have you joining the family. And um, yeah, um, I'm there. I've been there for what, just under a year? I think is is what I've been doing there. Um, I, I love the work, um, especially the ministry side of it. I'm a person who loves the Lord. Um, I think one thing that was missed, uh, what was mentioned rather before, um, in the in the uh, as we were preparing, was Shumi's like she likes to call me Elder. I'm not too sure why Shumi, but yeah, anyway, that's one thing that I have. That I think my commitment <laughs> and uh, dedication has seen me uh, answering the calling of being an elder. So you will notice that um, it's 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 in as much as it is an elected position i think it for me i have really loved the the space in which it operates and and the the responsibilities it brings as it also uh, allows for someone to draw closer to god so for me that's about me uh, in my personal life i do the radio i'm also in e-hailing i've done operations i mean yeah my cv is long i've been into farming I've, but yeah, that, that's not what we hear we're here to hear from <laughs> jack of all trades jack of all trades are you single and Oh yes, uh, oh, I'm, he's married. I'm Please, for... he's so married. How <laughs> <laughs> should be? What if I wanted to say something different, James? You perform too much. No, I know his wife. I know his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies, you taken. Ah, <laughs> oh, shame. Yeah, sorry, ladies, but I'm not taken. Okay, I'm just gonna put that out there, <laughs> just in case anyone yeah. is wondering. Um. 
I'm just going to put it out there. But thank you very much, guys, for coming and joining us on today's episode. I mean, we're really excited. And, I mean, you guys are in digital ministry or have been part of, you know, digital ministry. And I think it's something which is so interesting uh, for me because I haven't really had much of an encounter with people who are in this space, the similar space as us. So I just want to know, perhaps, you know, from from you guys, perhaps, Uti, what is the role of, you know, the digital space um, in terms of ministry or in terms of reaching people and actually evangelizing to them? What impact have you seen um, radio having and the digital media as a whole, like having in terms of the whole scope of the Great Commission? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. hundred percent. No, definitely. Um, I think um, when we were to speak this conversation, maybe a couple of years back, you know, a decade or so, we would be almost on the outlier side of things. You know, people would be like, OK, what's this thing that people are trying to do? And uh, the older generation will be coming back and say, ah, you see these young people now, they're getting lost. Um, they're actually bringing in the devil. You know, the media was was deemed to be the devil's tools, you know. But I think in today's space where people have actually seen um, where media has taken the gospel and more so, especially I think one quote unquote advantage, allow me to use it like that, because obviously that the pandemic was not all silver, um, but it did have a silver lining. And that is, it showed that even in the absence of physical meetings, we can use the media space, we can use the digital um, platform to actually evangelize, to actually spread the word of God, to have meetings of worship. Uh, and so definitely in today's day, I would really struggle to find somebody who will come and say, no, 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 this thing is not something that is good. And and I think that part of that Matthew twenty four fourteen, you know, this gospel shall go to all the ends of the world. Um, part of that ministry that was will aid the fulfillment of that prophecy from Christ is the digital space, is media that will aid that to reach the hard to reach place. I mean, like, for example, just speaking from my own background, coming from Adventist World Radio, the number one aim, the number one reach, the number one goal for Adventist World Radio is to go to those places where a minister, physical minister cannot go to. So there are hard to reach areas where even roads are not found in those areas. So only through media will you be able to go to some of those places. And people are receiving Christ, I mean, um, through through the digital space. So definitely it has a space in Christianity. Yeah, absolutely. And just to like add on to that, like what Derek is saying, um, Elder Zbanda is always saying that, listen, in the last days, he believes that media is the final tool that we were given to be able to spread the gospel. Because like what he just said, so many areas are unreached. And you don't realize just how great the impact is until you actually meet people. So like being in studio and Adventist World Radio, it was literally my first time ever being on radio. So it was also new to me. And, you know, there are times when you're in studio and you're just talking there by yourself and you just feel like, like, seriously, like, can I just go home now? What time is my is my shift done? But once you meet someone who's like, you know, hi, Ayushimi Chikere, you know, I was listening to you the day you're speaking about this. And, you know, I was going through that. And you're like, oh, my word. Oh, my word. We're actually speaking to people. Like, this is a, this is really happening. Like, oh, my word. You realize yeah. that you are you are really impacting so many people without realizing it because you're just in a booth with a mic, you know, by yourself. Maybe Zintle's there. For me, I needed Zintle there, you know, the sound engineer. But besides that, like, you're just like, oh, my word. Uh, can I go home soon on some days? But after you 
get to speak to people who have been impacted, who have heard what you had to say or heard your story or their little sister loves you, children's stories, whatever, you realize that, listen, this is God's work. Like, it's real. It is It is so real. Oh, yes. Mm. This is powerful. This is really powerful. I mean, who would have thought that um, the digital space would be, would do so much for the ministry? I mean, honestly, we grew up in an age where um, all the ministry, you would go door to door ministering and you had to go to church and whatnot. And right now we have such platforms where we're able to minister to people far and near and people are getting blessed. Yet, funny how the older generation though was so skeptical, yet I feel like today they, are, they have learned to appreciate oh, yeah. the power of yeah. even social media mm-hmm. ministering yeah. the gospel taking the gospel far and wide and it's just so powerful it's just so powerful but before we get deep into our conversation um i'd like us to play a game 30 seconds we have 10 questions um we will start with derek this time um you have you. to answer all these <laughs> <laughs> you have to answer all these questions in 30 seconds so i'm just going to put on my timer okay and yeah and then, yeah, I hope you're ready. I hope so. <laughs> and the good thing is you didn't know about this, so I like that. Okay. <laughs> I was about to ask if he was told behind you the know? scenes, like, oh, what no. happened? <laughs> it's definitely on the spot. Okay, so your timer starts in three, two, one. Um, what is your favorite TV show? Sherlock Holmes. In 10 years' time, I will be? Retired. Favorite movie? Did you say movie? Yeah. Favorite movie? The Adjustment Bureau. The most important thing in my life? My wife. My dream car? (laughs) Time up. Okay. Okay, not too bad, not too shabby. Uh, Shimmy, your time starts in three, two, one. The craziest thing I've ever done? Bungee jumping. The thing that makes me the happiest? My siblings. Who is your favorite movie character? Ruth. From the story of Ruth. <laughs> what is the one thing you're really good at? Speaking. Have you ever eaten alone at a restaurant? Yes. Time up. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> is it cut evidence for all women? <laughs> I said I'm single, so I'm eating alone all the time, guys. I'm just, I'm there. Oh, uh-huh. 
start reading the Bible? How can I start reading or studying the Bible? I just need to just throw it out to you guys. You know, many people find reading the Bible very difficult and overwhelming. I mean, I've been at that point and I'm also at that point to some extent, you know, I read the Bible sometimes and it's just so overwhelming for me at at some points, you know, and I know that many people also face or experience the same thing. And the term studying itself sounds like a lot of work and a lot of effort. Is that perhaps true or maybe are we exaggerating or have perhaps taken that view that the Bible is really, really hard, studying the Bible is really hard, but it's not as hard as we perhaps make it out to be? I think to start off, um, I know the Christian response um, might most likely be, no, 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 the Bible is not uh, difficult to study. You know, it's just maybe us or whatever it is. But I think, let's be honest, yes, definitely, no doubt, the Bible is certainly difficult to study. And and obviously, there's a couple of factors that contribute to making it this difficult. And maybe the first one is the Bible itself, you know, the structure of the book and and when you say structure, we mean like the chronology of the book, the language style that it uses. You know, it's not exactly what we kind of talk like in our day and age. I mean, the language itself of the scripture, um, which is an issue maybe we'll touch on a bit on with, with the translations and the likes. Um, these all contribute to us finding difficulty in engaging with the scripture, you know, struggling to see the big picture of the scriptures. You know, when you look at the Bible, fair and fine, they say it's a combination or compilation of 66 different books. But even in that, the books themselves sometimes are a bit jagged and they don't really make like a flow kind of story uh, sense. So that's uh, sometimes the issue. And above all else, that the whole Bible should be about Jesus. So when we then have that, it becomes an issue to kind of deal with. But I think for me, and this one, maybe I'll touch a bit more on is the issue of sin that in our day and age, sin is, is a contributing factor to how difficult the scriptures mm-hmm. are to read, you know, and, and maybe let's expand a bit on that. Let's reason from, like they would say from cause to effect. Um, in the Bible, you get uh, Psalm chapter one, one nine. I think this is a cliche text. You can talk studying of the scripture and not mention Psalm one one nine, verse one o five. You know, thy mm-hmm. word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Um, you know, when you read that, you then hear uh, the, one of my most beautiful, beautiful passages and one of my most favorite, verse one thirty of the same chapter. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. When you hear those passages, it then kind of makes sense to say, but then why would we not want to read the scriptures? You know, look at all what it does for us. But remember, we're talking about how sin aids in us not reading the scriptures. Then it means that if that's the case, then you get Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 saying, my people perish for lack of knowledge. 
And then you want to wonder, then why are we not getting knowledge when the Bible is an entrance of knowledge? John 10 and 10 then gives an answer to say, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So if that's his aim, and he knows the best way to get us to destroy it is like what Hosea says, to get us to have no knowledge. And the best way to have us receive no knowledge is to thwart out the light that gives us knowledge. Remember Psalm 119 verse 130 says, the entrance of God's word gives understanding, gives light, gives understanding to the simple. So, so that's in my understanding, in, in what I see, the devil's ploy to say, if he removes light from us, if he removes this light from the scriptures, that's the easiest and quickest way to get us destroyed. So, so for me, that's what I believe is, is what is happening. And of course, our tastes and how we cultivate them um, to like fancy things, to like things that are fast, to like things that are not godly, they, they just don't help the mix as well in that when you now read the scripture, it becomes bland, it becomes boring because we're used to this fast and moving pictures that are stimulating to the mind. So that's my take on it, you know, to say we need to train our input senses to like certain things. Wow, yo, that is that is that is really really profound. And thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um, is is there a way perhaps that we can push past this, you know, this barrier of sin that tries to like prevent us from actually reading, um, or wanting to actually read or study the Bible? How do we, you know, make it less difficult? The the the, the perhaps the 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 what the uh, uh, this word was like at the tip of my tongue but maybe um how it's do we <laughs> yeah it's, it's 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 far gone right now but how do we make that um that that start you know to say with even though perhaps it is difficult i can maybe start you know actually reading or studying the bible how do we make it less difficult even that that whole thought of actually getting into the word itself The short answer of it is the best way to start is just to start, you know, just just get into it. Um, but maybe obviously we need a bit more detail because if it was as simple as that, we would all be doing it. You know, it's easier said than yeah. done, like they say. Um, the first thing that I would then say is let's start by agreeing that the Bible is the very inerrant word of God, you know, and also what the value and benefit it possesses for us what is its use and purpose in our lives if you can then first understand that why do we need the scripture why is it important then it becomes a bit easier to have the follow-through and i think this kind of uh, we will touch a bit on it uh, later on in the show um to say if if you were to want to get into engineering for example as a field of study as a career You'd not bothered about the thick volumes you have to read to for you to to get to in to 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 take on the knowledge you know for you to get to uh, pass the modules for you to get to pass the exams and at the end of the day to to graduate at the end of a uh, couple of years of study that's not what you're focusing on your focus is i'm gonna be an engineer and yes i want to even go further to become a professional engineer registered with the um the board of the country you know that's what you're looking at and then at the end of the day i want to have an illustrious career and 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 you know although that's that's what's the end in mind why am i doing this study now and having the sleepless nights so that's what you must start off with so the bible says in in, in second timothy chapter three sixteen that 
all scripture, and I love this passage, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching. Now you're seeing why you need the scripture. It's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So when you grasp that, that this is actually something beneficial for you, this is what it does for you. And like it started off by saying, it's God with coming from the mouth of God, from his mind. He is the one who has inspired it. Then the rest becomes a bit... um, um almost like falls into place, you know, um, Psalm 119 verse 30, 130. Again, we had mentioned it earlier on how the entrance, the unfolding of God's word gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. So if you know that this word of God can do this for you, um, then studying is almost like it's an incentive for you to get involved in it. And maybe let me just share some pointers, if that's okay, Lindo, um, as to what we can do to get started what would make it a bit less difficult for us to get involved in God's word. Number one, always begin the study with prayer. You know, it's not a novel you're reading. It's not a textbook. It's God's word. Invite him to help you to, uh, um, through the study. Number two, don't have, you don't have to start at the beginning because sometimes we want to think like on a linear kind of scale. Books usually start with the introduction, chapter one, two, three, four, it builds up. The scripture not so much. Remember earlier on, we actually said that's one of the challenges of the Bible because it's not chronologically written. It's not like chapter one to chapter 55 of the book. No, you don't have to do that. You can actually start later on. And I think we'll touch on it a bit later as we um, go on in the podcast as well. Um, number three, choose a topic relevant for you. So you can find what you're dealing with at that particular time. And you can say, can I start with that then as my entry word into God's word? Number three is... An, Number four, rather, is write down what you're learning. So if you're engaging with the scripture, it becomes more exciting. You want to ask it questions, have it answer questions, um, interrogate it a bit, find out what's deeper behind it. Um, That makes it a bit more engaging for you and it builds up your interest in the scripture. Another point as well is try listening to the Bible online. And I picked up that sometimes when you read it alone, you have a certain understanding of the tone of the setting of what's actually happening. But when you hear somebody else read it, they put a different inflection on certain words. They they put a different tone on a certain line that you had not thought that's actually what they meant. It becomes a, alive. It becomes different. And that also increases your understanding, increases your interest in the scripture as well. And this one here can never be overemphasized read and share with someone else that's very important never hoard the scripture for yourself share with someone else have someone to just engage on hey i was reading this passage and look and this is what the bible was saying to me i don't know what you take you know have you ever thought about it in that perspective you know imagine sharing something like that with somebody and hear their perspective and maybe they've never heard of it and then they not even want to know, where did you get this stuff? No, I read it from the scriptures and it's on this passage. And actually, there's more to it. I didn't even finish as yet. Maybe we can read it together tomorrow um, sometime, you know, something like that. It becomes interesting and you can actually share it with p- other people as well. And also, don't worry that you might not understand some things. So take it as, an, as a challenge, you know, look up what you don't understand. And the best thing is you're not, uh, <laughs> I, I know that um, if it was the old uh, timers, you know, they might be, no, no, KJV is the only Bible to use. But we're like a young platform here. 
and I would really encourage the young people to say, don't be bogged down in this is the best version. Read the version that you understand. That's the best one for you. So that's that's one um, of, the, of the pointers I want to give as well. And then another one is pause and listen. Don't rush through the scriptures. Allow it to talk to you. So when you've read a passage, don't quickly say, okay, now that's my chapter for today. Close the book, pray quickly, and then you're out of there. No, no, no. Just pause, meditate. Remember we said write something on the site. After you've done that, just think on it a bit. And you will see what God will do in trying as he, as he, as he wants to talk to you uh, beyond that. But above all else, don't get discouraged if at first you don't succeed, even at the second time or the third time. Keep at it and you will, you will, never, you will never regret it. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. I think we can just end the episode right now. I don't know what you think. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for listening to the show. Goodbye. I mean, honestly, that was just so practical um, and something which is really, really useful. I was busy you know, taking notes and everything because I this is something which is very important. I hope you guys mm. who are listening have really been taking notes, uh, making sure that you apply this because I think that we... We do look at the at reading the Bible um, as something which is very daunting, but I think these steps can really help make it so much easier for us um, to actually yeah. start um, the the whole process of, of actually reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and and perhaps you know just to ask you, you know, they, they, there is this terminology that we use, studying the Bible and reading the Bible. Is there a difference, perhaps? with studying uh, the Bible and, and reading the Bible, is the word studying the same as the one we use in terms of studying books? Um, is it the same with the Bible and all that? Can you just please just break that down a bit for us? Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting, and I think the jury might still be out a bit on that one there um, because a lot of people wonder, you know, what's the difference and, you know, are we not just complicating matters, um, you know, splitting hairs, as it were, uh, when talking about reading and studying? But maybe, yeah, there is a bit of a difference. And um, we can say maybe, yes, it's different and both are important, the reading and the studying. And and this is what um difference between, because I actually went on the internet, so maybe let me look for difference between um, on this one here. And it says this a bit, um, really on a general basis, not just regarding scripture, but difference between reading and studying. And it says the key difference between reading and studying is that the reading is the process of understanding the meaning of the letters and symbols loudly or silently. So that's reading. You're trying to understand the story itself, understanding what's been put on the paper, that's reading, the process of understanding the meaning of the letters. Whereas studying now, that's the process of acquiring understanding and acquiring and understanding the knowledge now. So now you're saying, I got the information, I understood the story, but what's the story mm-hmm. meaning? That's now found in study. So both of them are actually ways of acquiring knowledge and you cannot really do the one without the other because if you just jump to understand the application of it, the meaning of it, without having understood the story, you might then um, suffer, which maybe sometime we might touch on it later on, where we talk about reading into the text, where you think you're coming with an understanding already, and you find out, okay, no, 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 you were first supposed to hear what the writer is talking about. That's now reading the text. And then after that, you can then understand what the writer is meaning, which is now studying the text so that both are very much important and and so when you look at for example daily reading 
daily reading of the scriptures, that can be your understanding the story. But then after that, you might want to then say, spend a bit more time when you now have a notepad um, and, 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 and the paper and a pen rather. And, and then you just read, hey, let me just take some notes and see what the scripture is now speaking. You're now going beneath the surface, asking those pertinent questions and we'll touch on, on them a bit later on as well. You know, your your what, where, why, when, and how, you know, those questions that you interrogate, what's really happening in the story? When is this happening? Why are they talking about these things? How, what does it then mean for me? How can I apply it into my life? Those kind of questions is what you're saying. And of course, um, like a textbook, I'll say the answer is yes and no. You know, when you're reading the Bible, do you read it like a, a school book, for example? Um, yes, the Bible is worth studying like a textbook. I mean, for example, when you, we, touched, we touched on this a bit earlier as well, when you're saying careers, you know, you spend time reading these books that we, I mean, <laughs> I was um, listening to something some time back, you know, where they were talking about when you talk education, for example, you get one of the, those science subjects. They've got introduction to microbiology. The book is over a thousand pages long, but it's introduction. You're like, okay, so when are we actually going to start talking about the subject as well? <laughs> if the introduction is over a thousand pages long, but study that yeah. because it's important to what they want to do. So that's then becomes okay, fine. So that's how you need to approach the scriptures. Have that kind of tenacity. Have that putting that work, that effort that you're going to put in there um, as you are going to study the. Um, the school book for as, as we said and then like we said ask those pertinent questions check the contest look for cross references consult commentaries do the work and you won't regret it because that's what you do when you're studying your textbook but no you don't read it like a school book how so because you actually do more you know, when you study the textbook, it's mostly for head knowledge. You're preparing to pass the exam. You know, you're going to be tested on this thing. What not? You're going to apply it in your field and so forth. But the Bible is different. There will be no test at the end of the day. God is not going to sit you in the end of, uh, of, of some semester in an exam room and say, what did you learn? No, no, that's not going to happen. Studying it is not just about head knowledge. It's about heart knowledge. It's about life change. So when you look at God's word, uh, he gave it to us so that we could get to know him better, to live a life that honors him. It's about transformation and Amen. application. So so that becomes very important. I love, I love this passage. Maybe I, I will then wrap up with this one. When you look at Psalm 119, and you'll find that I will refer a lot to this chapter. And maybe let me just put it out there um, to the listeners of the podcast as well to say, you cannot discuss reading the Bible and not touch Psalm 119. The whole chapter, about 170 verses long, uh, it's about only six or so that don't address to uh, the word of God. So that's the chapter that speaks about the word of God. So Psalm 119, verse 99, and this one, I love it. And, and just bringing it here because it compares in a school context. The psalmist here says, I have more understanding than all my teachers. Why, you might ask, for your testimonies are my meditation. So David is saying, when you look at me, in a classroom, even the teachers look for answers from me. They want to hear my opinion because I study God's word. So that's why I was saying it's actually more important. And you, will, you see this in, in the life of Christ um, at age 12 when he visits Jerusalem with his parents, that he is now found in the temple discussing with doctors, Pharisees, people who are learned. And he's engaging, and not, not just the answers he gives, but even the questions he asks, they are like, wow, this mind. And this is what David is saying, because he spent time in God's word. So you will never regret it when you do that. Wow, wow. Um, and, and perhaps just to, you know, maybe throw it to you, Shumi, in terms of when you are actually, you know, now like 
reading the Bible, getting into the Word. Um, how, I mean, there's always this thing that is said um, that we should draw parallel, you know, between what is happening in our lives and the accounts of the many people in the Bible. And some people will say that, yeah. but those things happened a long time ago and things like that. How, so how can we be able to do that? How can we be able to like draw those parallels and make the, you know, biblical principles practical in our lives and, and in our context as people, as young people, particularly? Okay. Um, first of all, like it was a long time ago, but listen, you know, they, they went through the same things. They went through the same things we're going through. But before I go to that, um, I just wanted to speak on what, um, Derek was speaking on now. And I'll say, you know what? I say study the Bible like a textbook for the exam of life. This life is an exam, you guys. It's Come on, so yes. hectic. Oh, yes. It's so hectic. And every day we're getting tests. You know how you get like those pop quizzes? You'd walk into a lecture and you're like, you know, at least nothing grand is coming up. And your lecture's like, okay, sit down. We have a pop quiz. And you're like, oh, my word. I feel like life is doing that every day. We're getting tested every day. And the devil is throwing so many different things. Let's look at um, Jesus after he had come from his 40 days and 40 nights. Do you know what I mean? When the devil was throwing the things, he's like, it is written. Because he knew. He knew. I'm not saying cram the Bible, y'all. You know, I'm just saying. Let's, let's, let's study it in preparation for this. You can grab it if you want, eh? Like, feel free, feel free, go ahead. <laughs> you know, yeah. that knowledge will come in handy. But I really do think that, um, like what he was saying, it really is so very, even more important, um, like you were saying. And then, um, this thing about looking at the, you know, I see that in the Bible, there's so many examples. I won't get into them now, but there, what, there's nothing that you can go through today that is not covered in the Bible. I strongly believe that. And growing up, it was different because we would look at the Bible and it's, oh my gosh, David, you know, a man after God's own heart. Oh, Daniel had confidence in God. Oh, but we, as you were growing up and you get to learn more about these characters, you're just like, fam, these people were going through exactly what we're going through. David was confused by these women. Oh yes. David was like, you know, but when you when you look when you say the man after God's own heart, you're like, yo, these are the ones now. Ah, heaven, we won't enter. We there's no way we can make it. David to be like David. But listen, David would repent. And when David would go, remember when Nathaniel was sent and David was like, Who is doing that? We need to get her right now and you know, kill him right away. And Nathaniel's like, Yo, bro, it's you. He really repented with all of his heart. And I think that that's something that we need to do. When you look at a Bible character that is went through what you're going through or has the same character, like Simon Peter, hello, that is me. If I was next to Jesus, I was cutting off an ear real quick. I don't know if it would just be an ear I would cut off. I would cut off a couple more things. But you also realize that Jesus had these people around him. Jesus spoke to these people. Jesus um, had relationships with these people. Like Hagar, you know, she is the only person in the Bible that gave God a nickname. And she was a side chick. So honestly, we can, there, there is no, there's nothing that we are going through that we cannot relate. The, there's no character that we can relate to the Bible or nowhere where God um, doesn't have us covered. God's God is covered throughout the whole Bible. And I believe that it it honestly comes back to just prayer and praying for God to really reveal himself. Because remember that God speaks to us through the Bible. Mm. So 
I honestly think that before any time before you open the Bible, my mom taught me this from a young age, any time before scriptures open, whether it's um, evening prayers at home, morning prayers, or it's a Bible study in class, or it's just a group of friends, or it's a church, always pray for the Holy Spirit and invite the Holy Spirit there because the Holy Spirit then reveals certain things. There are times where I've been going through the most or I've prayed in frustration to God and I'm like, you know what? I just, I cannot. And then I call a friend or whatever and she's like, oh, you know, you should look at this chapter. Have you read this chapter? And I see God responding to what I was throwing a tantrum about, you know, an hour ago. So honestly, we... we are covered. Everybody's covered. Um, Bible characters, they went through what we are going through. In their days, it was slightly different, but it's the same problems. We are having problems with um, sin. We are having oh. problems with our family members. We're having, God has got us covered throughout the whole Bible. Oh, that's beautiful. And if I can just add on that, uh, Lindo. Yeah, I just wanted to, to, to say that it's so beautiful the way um, Shumi puts it there, you know, that you know what, this is not some foreign thing, not some holier than thou people, you know, that are being spoken of in the scriptures. And, you know, whether directly or indirectly, by analogy or by extension, the entire Bible is personally applicable to our lives, the entire, the entire Bible. And how it applies may not always seem obvious, of course, but if we seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit, like Shumi was saying, the Father will not only open our eyes so that we may reapply his word, he will also use it to rescript our lives to make us more like his son. So actually when people now, a couple of years down the line from us, go ahead and look at us and say, no, I remember those people also went through issues, but according to what they then read in the scriptures, they managed to change their lives. And so if they could do it, I could do it as well. And so everything is applicable. I love um, what Paul says in, in, in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 11. He says, now these things happen to them, those people in the scriptures that Shumi was taking your Davids, your Elijahs who were running away from Jezebel, even after killing a 450 prophets of Baal, you know, those people, those things that happened to them, where they were for an example that were written down for our instruction on whom the ends of the time. So they are actually for our bit. And, and I'm saying this because sometimes we feel like, ah, this part of the Bible is boring. I don't need that. You know, numbers, I mean, they're just counting people. What's that got to do with my life? And that part, you can learn something <laughs> from there, you know. And then just to quote some, um, someone who yeah. came on, on, on your show some on, on the podcast some time back, uh, scripture is read from its context, but it's applied from, our context Mm. so it's still fitting even in our setting so we need to remember that it remains constant what remains constant rather is the principle but the application is up to us so even that which looks a cake fits our perspective today amen amen wow wow amen and amen i was actually going to ask about you know numbers and leviticus and (laughs) all those you know (laughs) scriptures which I See, avoid those ones. Like I asked myself, Uti, how how can this, you know, apply mm. to my life, you know, mm. the all those things, the sacrifices, I mean things which seem so irrelevant to us. So I mean you, you have mentioned it, but like should we actually, you know, like is that relevant to us? In any way, perhaps, I really don't know. It's, it just seems so daunting and, as well, especially like, <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, I would say definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, John chapter 21 and verse 25 says, you know, the things that happened to Christ, uh, what we have written here in the Gospels is is just, you know what, just a fraction of it. And we've said, you know what, this is maybe what's necessary, what's important, what can be a, like a summary form. Because if we're to write everything down, the whole world if it were turned into a library, it would not be sufficient to carry the book. So, so it then means that the Bible in its big form is still just a summary of what God has deemed fit for our lives. Now, what happens is that we want to, as we kick in our reading habits, our Bible study, um, we're still trying to put on baby, um, what are those mittens? What are they, those baby shoes called? You know, we're still there. And then we're already thinking, let's jump into Leviticus and Numbers. You, you, it's going to knock you out. So, so get yeah. get a, get understanding yeah. of the script an understanding of the scriptures. Get acquainted with it. Get accustomed to reading. So that's how I'm saying start. So, and I think maybe we'll touch on it a bit later on. Where to start if you are still new to the scriptures? You know, don't start with that heavy content. And that content has a place, but where it fits in, if you're starting there, it makes no sense. But when you've understood the other grander picture of it all, then when you read about that, you then see, oh, yeah. so this is where actually it fits in. So it is important. Mm. Yeah. Mm, okay. And it's so great when you're reading the Bible and you have those oh moments. Don't you just you love know? those moments where, or it's referring to something mm. that you've read about before. You're mm. like, I know this. I, I know what this is talking about. Yeah, it's always a great feeling. Yeah, so true, so true. And I mean, I guess that that is something that was directly speaking to me this entire episode. You guys are just talking to me. I think God is using you guys to speak to me. Um, I guess, you know, when I'm ready, I will start reading Leviticus and exactly. all of those. And, and perhaps let's, let's get into that. You know, if I want to like now start reading the Bible, uh, studying the Bible, where do I even begin? You know, like it's a big book, 66 books inside a whole lot of chapters, uh, a whole lot of verses. Where do I know where to start? <laughs> Shumi, maybe oh, let's Jerry, start with you. Please take that one. Uh, can we, can, oh, Jerry, I'm about to mislead the same. <laughs> well, I, I think I had already kind of answered earlier, Lindo, if you remember. We said, just watch, just start. You know, if you want to start, just start. Um, really, I think the answer is is relative. It, it depends where you're found um, when you come to that realization to that understanding okay you know what i need the word of god in my life where do i start and where you might need to start might be different depending on where you're being found at the time because sometimes maybe you come to to god looking for answers to a traumatic incident now i can't say no you must start in the beginning into mm. genesis you know no no that that might not be what you're needing you might be needing mm. counsel on on what maybe you might be going through at work or something like that and maybe you might need to start in psalms for example but maybe you're just next time for a newcomer you know you come into christ for the first time or you stop wanting to reignite your, your relationship with god and his word my counsel would be start in the gospels mm. and maybe to be particular starting john you know the gospel of john and 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 that's the story of jesus and god's love you know the, that's really the encapsulates the whole mm. story of the scriptures and the beauty of it is that john actually starts in the beginning so when you read john 1 1 it says what in the beginning you know what 
you know, and, and then so you need then it kind of introduces you to this thing that has started quite way back then, but also saying this that started way back then is actually something that we're talking about today and it impacts your life today. So John would be a good place to start. And um I, I would really encourage that you you start even if you've known the scripture, but maybe you've kind of lost your love for it, go back to John. The beauty is that John writes a bit different from the other synoptic gospels from your Matthew, Mark, Luke, and uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Yeah. John is really focused on God's love, his love for humanity. He's coming to, to save us. He's sacrifice, you know, through his son, you know, he's pursuing of you and I, you know, his salvation of us and redemption from our sins. You know, that's what he focuses on. And so you, you, you get this idea of a God who is, really a loving God, a God who is after us. And that's something that is always an encouraging to say that when you then add on that, when you then grow that, when you maybe from John, you move over to Acts, it just, yeah, it will blow your mind and you, you, will, you will have this love that you, you, you will never regret after that. Mm. See, well, I'm glad. I'm glad I let you go first. Because <laughs> 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 I was going to repeat the Um, I think that Honestly, I, I think pray first. I think pray on it because, you know, I'm going to say my favorite, um, one of my favorite books is Ruth. Everybody knows I love Ruth. Some of my friends call me Ruth. I love that book. Um, it, it's just it's so packed with all these lessons. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the New Testament are uh, James. James is, that's, that's my person. So I think that, honestly, there is no way that God would ever ignore you. There is no way that you'd say, Lord, lead me, guide me. And then he just says, yo, sorry, not today. Like that could never happen. So, and also speaking like from a personal point of view where I honestly, I, God sees the most with me. I throw my tantrums. I am depressed. I'm like, God, you're not even speaking to me. But every time where I look for him, I find him. The Bible tells us, seek and you shall find. You know what I mean? And and he really does pull through. So if you earnestly pray to God and say, God, guide me. I'm trying to 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 read your word. I want to get to know more about you. Um, show me. Lead me somewhere. Whether he takes you to um, Genesis or John, like the elder is saying, he will trust me. God, yeah. God exists. God lives. And God shows up in anyone's life as long yeah. as you invite him and as long as you search for him you will be surprised how he will do it and you would you will honestly be amazed you honestly be amazed but the most important thing is pray for the spirit pray for mm. god to lead you as you open the bible you know we're not trying to read it like a novel you know what i mean we're trying to um, what we spoke about earlier study the word read and study um the word so i think it's it's as the spirit leads honestly let's just pray for the holy spirit to lead and he will. But if you're scared of yeah. that, please, John is the place, not James. <laughs> John. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And um, and not numbers. <laughs> no, no, no numbers. Definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think I really love the whole point of being intentional about it and asking the spirit to really lead you. Um, I really love how practical all of this has been. Maybe if I may ask, I mean, you you guys did talk about you know, that the Bible is relevant to us. And sometimes when you're reading the Bible, God, um, every time, like most of the times when you are reading the Bible, God does speak to us. You know, sometimes we are going through certain things and the Bible has exactly what we need. But how do I know that, you know, where to find 
what God wants me to to actually read. Is there like perhaps I'm going through some grief, um, I'm going through some some you know heartbreak or whatever it is, and I know that the Bible has you know these guidelines or, or principles that can help guide me through what I'm going through at that particular moment. Is it as simple as maybe praying and then closing your eyes and scrolling, you know, and landing on something that maybe God will speak to me that way? Or perhaps is should there be more intentionality in terms of like finding those verses and how do I find those verses which are actually relevant oh. to what I'm going through? Maybe Shumi, um, you can start with this okay, one. Okay, I think, yeah, I think uh, this one I can start. This one I can start. Um, I think, first of all, we are given, um, on, on our Christian journey, we are, God puts different people in our, into our lives. We have spiritual parents. I know that, um, you may not have, they may not be called spiritual parents, but I have friends who go to different churches and everyone has, you know, um, someone that they look up to or even your pastor or your bishop or whatever it is. You have brothers and sisters in Christ. There are people around you that are also going on this spiritual journey with you. So sometimes it's really having a conversation with someone that um, you know can be able to help lead you in the right path. Sometimes it's as easy as going on Google, you guys, like... <laughs> it's as easy as going to Google. I do that so often. I get so many verses when I'm coming up with a sermon or whatever, and I feel stuck. There's so many times where I go and I just go on Google and I say, okay, what does Ellen White say about, you know, and different quotes come up, different scripture comes up. And once you get started, you go down the rabbit hole. Because once you start reading about this, you see something else, you're like, oh, what's this about? And you're getting more and more information. So I think let us use um, the, the, the tools that are at our disposal. We've got the internet. Let's use that. Verses on grief. There are. Yeah. There's a whole list. Um, in your physical Bible, the Bible Bible at the back. You know, they have some Bibles have at the back how grief, and then they have verses for that stress, anxiety, and they have verses for that. We have apps nowadays. There are different Bible apps that give you different plans, like U Version, um, Ellen White. We have two different um, Ellen White apps that I know of. So there's so many tools that have been put to our disposal. And, you know, we have the Lindors and the Elder Derricks, you know. You can just hit them up, find them on social media, oh. and they will, they will <laughs> gladly assist. But I think this is when we now use the tools that God has given us to try and 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 find what you need. And as I yeah. said before, God will not abandon you. He will not watch you suffer looking for verses and be like, you know, you'll be strong, keep at it. He really will. He really will provide. Whether you're going to sleep and dream of that verse, or like Lindo is saying, you'll be like, God, please, and you close your eyes and you scroll, Jesus might come through like that. I hear it doesn't happen often, but you never know. You might be a lucky one. You might be extra blessed. <laughs> but uh, with all the, the list of things I've said, I'm sure you can pick one thing or another and just and and be like, listen, I need help. I'm struggling with this. Help me. And whichever one of these tools, whether it's people, it's apps, it's different books, um, I'm sure that you'll be able to find the answers some somewhere along yeah. all of this. Yeah. Wow. No, I, think she I actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think she actually said everything we could. You could say there. Um, honestly. I always felt like I was cheating whenever like I Googled the verse 
about something like I feel like I should know this or something like that but it gives me so much (laughs) honestly like but it gives me so much relief that actually these tools are there for us to actually use and we are living in this age whereby things are so much easier for us to actually gain access to and God wants us to actually use those tools so that they can help us um go to the bible so i really love that point and guys i hope you guys utilize those tools those resources which are available to all of us um right now living in this age that we're living in and perhaps you know speaking about cheating i always feel like i'm cheating as well when i take out a bible commentary and actually start reading it uh when i don't understand something is it cheating to do so um perhaps and then what what are you supposed to do like when you don't understand something that you read from the bible it just doesn't make sense you're trying to study you're trying to grapple with it and nothing you honestly don't don't understand should you just leave it maybe come back another day or just continue to grapple with it until you you actually understand it um yeah maybe Elder Derek can can start with this one. Yeah, hey, that one there. <laughs> um, I think the long and short of it is no, definitely no, you're not um, cheating when, when that happens. Um, you know, the, yeah. the pity um, of it is that, you know, usually we get this understanding that, you know what, as, as Christians, actually, you must be having it all together. You know, like you're saying there, when, when, when you're going through the most, um, no, roadblocks do happen, do happen. And it is mm. uh, just a testament. And this is my belief. It's a testament that the content that you're reading and the author are you know, out of this world. It's something that's just a high and mighty. That's just what it means. So the Bible is not easy to read. I think we already covered that right in the beginning. Yet so many Christians approach the scripture as if, you know, it ought to be experts at what it contains, especially if you're a Christian, you know, this must just come easy to you, you know, and they believe that just by the nature of them being Christian, Bible study should be almost like a natural thing. That's not the case. That's not the case. So you will find roadblocks. And that's why right in the beginning we said, don't be discouraged when you're not understanding what you're going through. It happens and it happens to even scholars, you know, people with PhDs in theology. They also hit roadblocks. So if you find yourself scratching your head, uh, you're not alone. Believe me, you're not. And here's a, a few things that I will give as pointers. Number one, uh, Shumit already mentioned this one again. Uh, pray. You want to just pause and pray. Father, just help me to understand here what's going on, you know. And then zoom out a bit. Take out, okay, fine. Let me not just worry about verse number 15. Let me see what verse number 10 to 14 are saying what the rest of the chapter is saying let me see what this whole book is about maybe let me see if there's any cross references that are here look at the bigger picture what actually is being spoken about from a grander scale in this reference you know be sure you're asking the right questions as well maybe that's not what actually is this passage is talking about so you want to avoid from reading into the text and also you want to ask a friend should we had already touched on this one um in the previous um comment there to say you know what 
you have people around you use your resources they are there to help you and if you're not getting it get a pastor get a friend who also um reads the bible to to help you understand what you're what you're going through you know and then of course you read that commentary you know get uh, to listen to a sermon or something on that very same passage that you're going through it might shed some light you hear what different people um their takes on that in um is going to be about and of course keep going you know sometimes when you hit a snag and you try finding answers and you can't find anything that's okay pause put a pin in it just continue with the story and then later on you might find out, actually no about three four chapters later it gets answered so okay that was that thing that was making me get stuck there so don't stop because you've read us you've hit a snag it happens just keep going, keep going, and remind you remind yourself of the end goal. And this is going to be something we'll keep hammering. The goal of the scriptures is Jesus. So he is the one who is the bottom line and our relationship with him. So that's what it's all about, about Jesus. So yeah, you will get roadblocks. You will have issues that you won't understand, but that should not detract you from having a relationship with the scriptures. Amen. Amen, indeed. Um, I mean, I think that reminds me of, I think we're reading the lesson this week uh, about Daniel. Um, the fact that th- there was this prophecy um, that w- that he, he was given and everything. And part of it was revealed, but some part of it was left out uh, for him until a later stage whereby Gabriel came back and he explained exactly. it to him. Uh, you know, so I guess patience is a big part of oh, it yes. and allowing God to just speak to us in his own time, um, in his own way, but we should not stop just because we don't get it at that particular point. Mm-hmm. Keep on yeah. grappling with God. God will finally, will definitely answer you uh, uh, when he, he wants to, to answer you. And Indeed. perhaps, you know, looking at studying the Bible, um, we are about to close the show, uh, but I just want to know, you did mention writing notes and, and things like that. What, what should we be writing? I, did, I think you did mention it, but I just want to know, um, mm-hmm. again, maybe perhaps like when, I, when I'm reading the Bible, do I make a summary of what I'm reading in terms of, um, okay, this is what the story is saying, or do I write the lessons that I'm learning, that I'm, I'm taking out, you know, from, from this text, or, or perhaps the questions that I have about it, what should, you know, I be writing when I am, you know, making those notes whenever I'm studying mm-hmm. the Bible. I, I didn't say the answer is yes. That's it. To all your <laughs> <laughs> yes, all those things that you said. All those things that you mentioned, think... yes, those are the things that you yes. must write about because they they they, yeah. they, they, they oh, are basically saying these stood it's... out for me. I had this question that came up, yes. write it down. I, I picked up this thing that was something to emphasize and underscore. Yeah. Put that down, you know. So, write it so down. This point, write it mean. down, yeah. Mm, mm. And consider what the information that is valuable. That's what you're looking for. What is valuable? Basically, like you would almost do in, in, in school, you know. Okay, so the teacher said mm. this bunch of things or the book is saying all these things, but... Surely I'm not going to put all of it in my, in, my, in, in, my, in my notes, you know, so I need to know how do yeah. I summarize it? What's the key thing? What is it all talking about? How can I then apply it in my life? How can I simplify it so that I can understand what's being taught to me here? Those are the things that you're bringing out in your notes there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and perhaps you guys did speak about friends, you know, and asking other people, consulting with them. Should... 
what is better, especially like if I'm starting to study the Bible alone or to do maybe group Bible studies um, with a couple of friends so that we can perhaps, you know, understand it together? Or should I do both at the same time? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you want me to answer you again? And then there was silence. <laughs> um, I'll give you yes. You That's know. your answer right there. Yes. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Oh, there's like yes. I think, yeah, I think you do all of the above because mm. studying alone is really good. Mm. Um, but you know, there are times when you have questions. And I remember yeah. when I really started getting into scripture and I was praying for a hunger for the word. And I really would. I would wake up and be like, oh, I can't wait to know what I'm going to read today. But there are so many times I'm like, huh? What does, what does it mean? And then God mm. hardened Pharaoh's heart. Like, <laughs> that's what God does. He hardens. And you know, you, you ask a friend and they're like, friend, I don't know too. And it's always great to come up with a group even if it's two three of you and then have a pastor or an elder there who can guide you mm. you know um you give the and that's what we did we had a whatsapp group it was so small i think it was like five six of us um we called uh philip we asked philip to come and help us we would give him the questions beforehand and it was amazing because mm. he really did we really did get to understand as a group you know what I mean? As a group of friends. And it was really, it was so empowering. And we're just like, what? That's what he meant? Oh, that's what it meant? And and we got to understand together. So it was really beneficial for us as a group. I could have just called Philip by myself and, you know, bombarded him with these questions. Yeah. But it's always great to do it as a group and more if you understand and you can discuss and swap points. It's like it's like a book club, exactly. you know, it's, you can have a Bible book club. Yeah. <laughs> and it also assists in that you don't because sometimes you might think you understand what's being um, said in the text. But actually, yeah. you're, you're getting a wrong understanding and you're thinking, yes, I get the story. And then at the month, you've read this whole um, chapter or this whole book and you've <laughs> come out with uh, resolutions and, and life applications that are all founded on a wrong understanding of the specific. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's good to then get uh, someone to challenge your views. Eh, what you're bringing across, no, 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 I think it's actually like this. And also, what yeah. you're bringing, maybe you have the right understanding and your friends are not having the right understanding. So you're also there to, yeah. uh, the scripture says what? Iron shall happens iron so you're needing oh, each yes. other's um but also you want to be careful that you don't get um i call it external ignition where you know you only then are able to read the scripture when others are around it must still be something mm. personal for you where you mm. must find time in sure. your personal space yeah. to to read the scripture and have a relationship with it for your own benefit mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. I and sometimes you get so many different points from the same verse, you know. You are hearing Jesus saying this and she's mm. hearing Jesus saying that mm. and you know Jesus is saying both yeah. things and it's like, Oh wow. So it's great to share points as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so true, so true. I mean, I was part of a, you know, Bible study group in a way and it helped me so much, you know, in terms of understanding things and getting my eyes, you know, opened in terms of what God was actually saying. Cause there were so many things at some points, like I understood them in the wrong way, as you guys were saying. And I thought that, mm. okay, this is what God was saying. <laughs> but then when somebody was like explaining it, I was like, what? This is what God was actually saying mm. in this text. So I really do think that is important. And I think one thing that you guys have highlighted is this importance of having like spiritual mentors, people who, yeah. you know, um, 
um, more experienced or knowledgeable uh, in, in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, your pastors, your elders and things like that. And I do think that we should actively, actively seek out those people to be, you know, part of our lives, uh, spiritual lives and actually help us out a lot. I do think that is something that will definitely be beneficial to each and every one of us. Go oh, yes. and start a Bible book club, guys, today, please. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be starting one as soon as I can. And we'll update you guys uh, as much as we can. And perhaps, what are the, the, the don't do's um, when, you, when it comes to like reading and studying the Bible? What shouldn't we do when, whenever we are you know, entering that, 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 that phase um, or that moment? Uh, when we are actually reading and studying the Bible. Um. Okay. Let me let me start on this one. Yeah. Um. Number one, don't rush. Take your time. You know, you're not. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. You're not going anywhere, and the Bible is not going anywhere either. So really, take your time to read it through. Um. So if you read, don't, and you don't even realize it, maybe you're doing it wrong. You know, you need to read and and grasp what is going on in the text, and don't just read. You know, allow allow interaction between you and the scripture. You know ask questions like we we said earlier on don't assume that's a big one don't assume okay so this is meaning no 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 that's now reading into the text let the text explain itself what is its meaning mm-hmm. you know don't 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 rush to conclusions let it speak for itself um that's really a big one because sometimes you find that people read the scripture to 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 um, uh, validate a certain understanding that they um they the currently yeah. are having or what they heard from somebody else and they're not allowing the text to actually speak for itself don't search for something mm-hmm. profound <laughs> yeah sometimes you want you know the bible to be a book of quotables <laughs> you know, like, yeah you must hammer those big big <laughs> you know words no 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 let it be what it wants to be and that's that's very important yes. Don't skip over, and uh, back to you, Linda, on this one here. Don't skip over the unimportant, you know. Yeah, it's talking about just numbers and numbers and numbers and what mm-hmm. was happening in the sanctuary. And, you know, that, that that seems so mundane, but that's important. So don't skip over that. Even sometimes in the and New genealogy. Testament. <laughs> Sorry. And genealogies. This one gets listed. This one. Hey, like Mark chapter one. Matthew chapter one. My goodness. Like, okay. You know, we, we heard this all time, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and in the letters of Paul, you know, and then so and so is greeting so and so, and those, those yeah. are like, okay, do, why did you have to say all this? But that's important. That's important, yeah. and it also teaches yeah. us um, um, something in, in doing that. And don't get stuck in a rut, you know, to say this is how I do this. It's, it's okay to have a routine. It's okay to have a certain manner of how you conduct things every morning you wake up you you, you pray you read the bible you, you pray again and then you start with your exercises or whatever it is you know that routine is good but sometimes shake up things you know um at 10 o'clock in the morning when you're now having tea or whatever it is uh, your break time just open up a bible and start reading like okay shock the system oh we're doing the bible now that's good you know it, it catches you at a fresh mind your mind is not thinking oh this is how we do it it's not sleeping because it's used to reading the bible here so shake things up a bit don't consult other sources first this one is going to be key don't say when okay. you read the bible you open john chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning was god and then you're like okay so what does this mean let me open my commentary let me open ellen white no 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 first you deal with the text then later okay. on you can then consult that um that other one and then the last one don't just study the word allow the word to speak to you allow the word mm. to mm. to to change your life and also 
share that word with somebody else. So um, here's a, 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 a quotation I want to leave as well on this particular point of what you must not do. Truth that is not lived, says Minister of Healing, truth that is not lived, that is not imparted, loses its life-giving power, its healing virtue, its blessing cannot be retained, can be retained only as it is shared. And then this last one, the truth that is not permitted to work sanctification in the life. So when you read truth and it doesn't change your life at all, you just read and read and read and you never change your life. Truth that is not permitted to work sanctification in the life works out a savor of death unto death. So that same truth will start killing you. But that's what I just wanted to share. Sure. That hit hard. That hit me so hard. Um, No, I think he said it all. He said it all. Especially don't rush. It's not. It's not a competition. Mm-hmm. So take your time mm-hmm. with the Bible. And I used to do this thing. I'm like, I need to read the Bible. I need to read the Bible. I need to do a chapter. So if the verse for that day was, you know, First Thessalonians three verse three, I'll be like, I'm gonna read the whole chapter three. And then in my next devotion, there's, you know, another chapter. I'm like, I'm reading the whole chapter. And I realized this one day, I'm like, I've read three chapters, but I have not learned anything. I can mm. barely remember what mm. the chapters even were. I can't yeah. remember one verse. But, you know, two of my friends, they're like, friend, have you prayed today? I'm like, yeah, I've prayed. And, like, you know, I actually did three chapters today. Three, not one or two, but three. I did three. But if you ask, okay, what did you learn from those three? It's like, oh, you know, the kids were making noise. Oh, I don't know. Think just don't rush take your time understand like everything you were saying just every what he said what he said <laughs> definitely <laughs> what he said what you guys said throughout this episode thank you very much guys for coming on the show and sharing so many valuable principles like my mind is so blown right now you guys have really you know god has really used you to open my eyes personally and i'm sure that people who are listening to this have have really you know learned quite a bit i don't know if you guys want to share a bit of you know lost resources before you go that can help us in terms of our journey to to studying the bible a bit better um if they are please do share them before we go and then maybe if you have a call to action as well you can just leave it as well as you say your resources Okay, I will go first because I'm sure the elder has a lot to say. <laughs> first of all, thank you so much for having us, um, Linda and Mimi. It's been amazing. Love, 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 love your podcast. You guys are doing such an amazing job. You are reaching out. You are very relatable, and I love that. You know, it's not a podcast that we're listening to. We're like, oh, my gosh, here we go. You know, it's, it's, it's so light. And I was telling Derek and I was saying, trust me, you need to be on this podcast because it's for the youth. And so it's, it's, it's people that we can relate to. They're guests we can relate to. We can understand. So shout out for that. Um, Adventist World Radio, please do tune in. Okay. Derek does Mondays to Fridays, 9 to 12. See, Elder Derek, I said it for you. So now you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to say Thanks it. To um, he does mid morning empowerment. Uh, Mondays to Fridays, 9 to 12. You will love it. He is the way he was here. Just join him every day. He's like this. Like he never runs out of Bible verses or facts or codes. Like he's, he's the plug. So, um, do download Adventist World Radio, SID Media. 
and join him it's 24 hours a day like guys anytime you can tune in and there is bible-based content it's amazing um and then to just round up my last words for this is please like prayer can prayer lead can you can we search for the holy spirit and can we reach out to god he will never i kept saying this throughout there's no way he will ever ignore you there's no way he will see that you're trying to to find out more about him to read the word and then he'll just leave you that is impossible he will never do that may we pray may we be led by the spirit as we open scripture as we study scripture may we be led by the spirit because remember that the devil knows scripture as well remember that when Christ was tempted, as I said earlier on, the devil was like, but is it not written in the scriptures? And if you do not know your scriptures well, and if you're not prayerfully studying the scriptures, it's very easy for you to misinterpret and get lost. So let's always remember that it should be spirit led. We should pray for the Holy Spirit to be with us. We should pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us as we go through scripture. And God will never forgive, for, um, forget you. He is waiting for you to open and hear from him because that's how he communicates with us through scripture. So I pray that as we go on our journey, um, God continues to guide and to lead us. And even to you, Lindo and Mimi, may you be led and may you be guided by the spirit. Wow. Thank you very much. Beautiful, beautiful words um, there. Derek, if there's anything that you'd like to say before we end off the show. Okay, beautiful stuff. Um, I think on the closing remarks, uh, Shumi really um, did it well. I think on my side, I just want to share some resources, like you said, some tools that the young people can go and uh, utilize in their Bible study. Um, number one is Bibles. That's <laughs> that's kind of obvious, but I, I want to emphasize the <laughs> plurality of it. So it's beautiful to have a certain version you like, you know, your NLTs, your NIV, your ESV, or whatever it is, your message Bible. But it's good to have a bit more than just one so that you can compare as you're studying. Um, have an interlinear Bible, you know. I know that sometimes we get turned off when the pastor in the pulpit is saying, yeah, the Greek says and the Hebrew says, but really what the importance of the interlinear Bible does is that it tells you what the original word is. You know, and, and so you, you kind of get to appreciate things from that original perspective. It, it aids and boosts your Bible study. You know, have a dictionary, a Bible dictionary, a concordance. Shumi was mentioning this one earlier on, you know, at the back there, search for which what is said on grief, what is said on, on whatever topic that you're looking for. And then have um, a spirit of prophecy, you know, books from the Illinois ministry. Um, um, you need those in, in your library as well. If you're going to be serious about Bible study, have commentaries from other people, you know, your Adam Clarks, your Matthew Henry's, your Jill's, your Barnes, all those people, you need them in your scripture study. They help you understand scripture better. You know, have Bible encyclopedias, the history, the context of where this Bible story was happening. That's important. That aids in your understanding. You know, just a quick one. You know, for example, when you look at um, um, verses such as um, Matthew, um, not Matthew, uh, Psalm 23, you know, the, the shepherd and, 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 and how God leads out, you know, other portions like when Christ is speaking about him standing at the door and uh, calling out his ship. It makes sense when you understand the setting of where these stories are happening. Because in Africa, we don't call out ship. They don't know our voices. But when you understand the historical setting, that you can only find from things like encyclopedias, Bible maps, Bible apps. You can never do it with Bible apps. I mean, things like your version, things like that Bible with Ellen White commentary on the, on the phones, on the devices. That is invaluable as young people. You cannot have a Bible that is just boring on your phone today. 
have something that is gonna aid you read more than just the text itself so that's something that you're going to be needing to have as well bible study helps reading plans i mean read the bible in a year and all those other things there's so many things that's available there is no excuse for you not diving into the word as especially as a young person tech savvy you know you have all these things at your disposal utilize those utilize them to grow your relationship with god and then finally you can then use other books, other Christian literature that's out there. You can even go as far as sermons, you know, where you can hear what people are saying on the different passages that are there. I remember in my youth days, you know, um, where we just said, you know what, guys, a group of us at church, you know, let's download as much sermons as we can. We put them in those days. We still had CDs. I know that you guys are like, what's that today? But we had those. And we would. <laughs> And we just said, you know what, let's go buy blanks. And we burnt all these sermons. I think they were like almost 100 or if not more. And we would share that amongst our young people. And that really made a difference in, in our lives. So so today I'm saying as well, you don't even need that. You know, you can go to YouTube, just pick a topic that you, you want to know more about or you ask to speak on. When you do your Bible study at the end of the day, get a sermon, ask one or two people to, 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 to talk to you from a sermon perspective. So those are resources that are available for you. And again, I repeat, there is no excuse for you not to be able to, to, to delve deep into your scripture. But thank you so much once again, Lindo. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you, um, Kay in absentia. The work that you guys are doing here is marvelous. And you know what? Um, may God continue to bless your ministry and the reach that you guys are having. May the young people, as they listen to you guys, be moved to draw closer to Jesus. Lift him up and amen. he will do the rest. Amen. Wow, amen and amen. Thank you very much, Derek and Shumi, for coming on the show, guys. Please go check out Adventist World Radio. How do you get Adventist World Radio? You download the app and then you will, the broadcast is available there. And then you click play and everything is there. Yeah. Adventist World Radio SID Media because there's a couple ones from different True. countries. So from remember Adventist World Radio SID Media. Mm -hmm. Adventist World Radio yeah. SID SID Media. Media. Okay, guys, make sure that you get that. We'll leave a link down in the show notes below so that you guys can get all of that. Please do tell us your thoughts about this episode at you thought of underscore ZA on Twitter, um, Instagram, wherever you guys can reach us. Please send us a voice note of what your thoughts were, questions that might have arisen from this episode, and make sure that you continue to read the Bible. And if you haven't started, start today. Thank you very much once again to you who has awesome. been listening to the show. Make sure that you catch us next time on the Youthful Talk podcast. And remember, young people, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but keep setting results to other young believers in conversation, in conduct, in spirit, and in love, faith, and purity. Good night, and God bless. Bye. Amen.